Welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, founder and CEO of the How to Life Movement. On Gen Z Today, we discuss practical ways you can boldly live and lead for Christ. Find out how you can have confident hope and make a difference for Jesus, especially when it comes to the Great Commission. Welcome to Gen Z Today. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Gen Z Today podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Whitmer, and I am so glad that you are choosing to tune in to this week's episode, uh, this uh, this episode where we talk about what it means to live and lead for Jesus as members of uh, the next generation. And uh, uh, if you've listened to other episodes, you know that every time we have a conversation and talk about uh, practical ways uh, to follow the Lord, and uh, and we talk about the importance of how many of us as young people we want to make a difference, but we just don't know how, and uh, and we want to have conversations that leave you encouraged and inspired uh, about the Great Commission and uh, and what it means to to make disciples of all nations, both around the world and here at home. And uh, I'm really excited because this week or for this episode. Uh, as many of you know now, we we don't have weekly episodes anymore. We do have episodes uh, twice a month. Uh, so for for this episode of the month, I'm very excited uh, to have a guest with me who's not been on the podcast before, but you're going to be really encouraged by him. Uh, some of you might know if you've been following me on social media that I now live in Chicago, uh, Chicago, Illinois. I've relocated from Minneapolis. Minneapolis was great, but now I'm in uh, the windy city of Chicago, uh, specifically living in Wheaton. Uh, if you know about Wheaton, Wheaton College, that whole area, I'm in, that's kind of where I'm living there, but I'm uh, working in Chicago. Uh, so we're coming to you from downtown Chicago, Illinois. And I have a friend here who is from Chicago. And uh, without further ado, I will go ahead and introduce Fernando Navarrete. How are you doing, Fernando? Jordan, I am doing amazing, man. How are you doing today? I am doing well and even better now that you're here and that we're recording this this podcast together. And uh, tonight, uh, as of uh, this will be way in the past by the time this podcast comes out, but tonight, what are we doing I'm going to my first ever Cubs game, and I live in Chicago. I am taking Fern. Fern is his nickname for people that know him well, apparently. And since I know him and I'm Come one of on. his good friends, I'm going to call him Fern some on this episode. So, <laughs> uh, But yeah, I'm taking Fernando to his first Cubs game, and uh, it's going to be fun. We got our tickets and everything, and, and it's the middle of the week, so... Really excited it's for you. It's a nice yeah. cheap ticket, and uh, we're gonna have fun. Like yeah, these yeah. are like my favorite time is to go on a weeknight in the middle of the week because it's just like not as many people. And baseball like, game and a Chicago hot dog. That's all you baseball, need. Baseball and it's just like middle of the week. It's like this is fun. So uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I've been to like a bunch of Cubs games, but this will be your first. And uh, the Cubs are my favorite sports team of any sport in any league around the world. So definitely a fun experience for me. And it will be for you too, I'm sure. So, but, but yeah, so Fern, we met last year. And uh, so one of our friends uh, planned uh, the first, uh, the the fourth ever How to Life event in Illinois Mm -hmm. uh, for back in uh, November, no, October of 2021. We had an event in Elk Grove Village, Illinois, and with our friend Olivia, who planned that event. 
And uh, I remember meeting you there. You yeah, were there, yeah. and I'm like, "Hey, Jordan, nice to meet you." And, I was like, "Hey, I'm so excited to be here." And you're like, "Who is this guy? He's not a Christian TikToker." And I was like, "Jordan, I was like, I'm honored to be here, though. Come on." I don't just talk to Christian TikTokers. <laughs> okay. Fern thinks I'm pretentious and only about famous people. No, like if you <laughs> listen to this podcast, you would know that I do have famous Christian TikTokers on, but most of the time. It's not famous people. It's people <laughs> like me who are just regular good old people. Come on. But uh, but yes. Uh, so I met you there. And then the next time I saw you, I think, was in Orlando, Florida. I'm like, yes. Fern, you flew to Orlando yes. for How to Life. And uh, I know we've also just kind of had an ongoing Instagram DM yeah. chat between us. And, and, uh, and then, yeah, you came to Orlando. You're good friends with JD. I need to have him on here sometime. Yeah. Uh, but... I know you you came down there and that was fun and uh, we got coffee and talked about How to Life Florida and maybe more How to Life in Chicago. So yeah. if you're near Chicago, hopefully we have stuff in the works. Stay tuned. It'll yeah. be fun. But, uh, but yeah, and, uh, and then we got to connect again a few months ago when our good friends George and Josie, uh, who some of you have heard on a couple podcast episodes, uh, they were hanging out with us here and we met up at Chick-fil-A and uh, now they're like some of your good friends from yes, across yes. the pond. And uh, I was fairly expecting you to start speaking in a British accent, Fun. Uh, now maybe, that you maybe, know, maybe, maybe in the next couple of months. Shout out to Christian, uh, to Huddle Life UK. Shout out to Josie. Shout out to George Berry. Yes. Shout out to the British crew. We we love our British people on this podcast uh, and our Chicago people like yes. Fern. Yeah, so. there we go. Very, very excited for our conversation and, and just kind of for your heart for the Lord. And tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you do now? What's kind of your job? Uh, and uh, um, yeah. So hi, hi, everybody. My name is Fernando. You can call me Fern because you guys are already family. Come on. Yes. Um, 23 years old. I lived in Chicago for the past, I want to say, 10 years. I've lived here last 10, 15 years. Originally born in San Diego. Praise God for that. He brought me here to this beautiful city. Uh, right now, I lead a student ministry at my local church. How all that came about together, I was 13 years old at a Christmas party. My cousin, who just got radically saved, comes up to me and tells me, hey, you need to come to church. You need to come to the, our youth group. And I was like, hey, I was like, I love church. I love youth group. I love all that you do, but I'm just not a church guy. I, I think it's cool. I respect it, but it's just not me. But for months, mm. he kept on nagging and nagging and texting me. And he was getting annoying, Jordan. For four months, he was like, hey, come to church. Hey, come to church. And I'll be like, no, no, no. He kept on bothering me, bothering me, bothering me. Eventually, I said, you know what? I'll go one time. And if I don't like it, no, I said, I'll go one time and one time only. And you promised me you'll never bother me again. He said, I promise you I'll never bother you again. I went that day to church. To lock in, God touched my heart, radically saved ever since, man. That's amazing, Fern. I mean, wow. Just I, I know for so many of us, we we have a story of. Uh, for some, it was like I didn't want anything to do with the Lord, and then uh, then you found Jesus, and your yeah, life yeah. was changed. And others, my story is one of growing up in a ministry family and mm -hmm. uh, knowing Jesus from a young age, and uh, and then for some it takes their whole life. And then toward the end of their life, they find the Lord. But no matter whether you're nine years old or 90 years old, and we all are, we've all fallen short. We are all yeah, sinful. Yeah. And Jesus is 
our hope. And I know for me, my life would be radically different if it wasn't for the Jesus. Mm. And, uh, and I'm sure you would say exactly 100% the same. Even in this, now that we're in this vein, I want to encourage anyone who's listening to right now that is praying for a family member to come to church. That's praying for a friend to come to get saved. Don't give up. I was that one family member once for that one person. And because he didn't give up, I was able to walk in my purpose. So don't give up on that. Don't give up. Don't give up. That's a great, great lesson, Fern, for us to to work with here. And uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 excited for kind of our our conversation yeah. here. And uh, um, I was joking with Fern before we started the podcast because uh, Fern is fluent in Spanish. I'm like, we should do our whole episode in <laughs> Spanish. Spanish and be like, uh, bienvenidos a nuestro uh, pod- how do you say podcast? I, I don't know how to say podcast either. Bienvenidos y de nuestro podcast y estoy muy emocionado para Fernando. Fernando está aquí en Chicago y ¿cómo estás? I would say, hola, ¿cómo estás, Jordan? Estoy bien animado a estar aquí contigo, mi amigo. And let's talk about Jesus. Yes, yes. Porque Jesucristo es la esperanza para todo el mundo. Your Spanish is really good. Amen. So there you go. If that's for you all that didn't know that I do speak some Spanish and uh, enough to be dangerous, but not enough to like fully understand what's going on. If people talk slow, I can make it work. Yeah, yeah. But if it's like, <laughs> then I'm yeah, just yeah, it like, sounds like you're speaking in tongues. <laughs> then I'm like, what? What? I, I can't. I can't keep up with that. Yeah. So, like. If I'm watching a show on like Netflix in Spanish, I can like turn it, slow it down to like 70% speed. Mm. And that's how I practice. But if it's at 100%, it's a little bit difficult. It, it's a bit. It's just like, got that word, that word, that word. And yeah, that's hard, yeah, but yeah, I got you. Someday we're working on it. There you go. Now that we have more movimiento, how to life events in Latin America, Come now on. we're going to, we're hopefully we'll have more opportunity to. Practicar mi español, español con yes, mis you amigos are. de Jesucristo y Henry Sion Zeta. So, yes, but, um, but yeah, so anyways, we're not going to do the rest of the podcast in Spanish, no, but that's, that's just uh, that for you all that know a little bit of Spanish uh, to be encouraged that we hear you and we're here for you. So, um, and uh, I'm passionate about uh, the Lord moving in the Latino world. And, uh, but uh, so Fern, yeah. our theme today. I'm very excited. I know uh, we were talking earlier. You're like, you said, this is the motto for my life. I'm like, wow. Yeah. And uh, you, your your motto and uh, this week's theme is occupy your street. Yes. And I was like, that sounds cool. That's a good title for this week's episode and a great thing to have as a motto. So Fernando, tell us a little bit about what it means to occupy your street. What does that mean to you? Yeah. Why are you passionate about that? And then... Uh, uh, and that, that's this week's theme. So how, how, what, is, what does that mean? And how, what, what does Occupy Your Street mean? So Occupy Your Street, basically at its core, what it means is that God has specifically posted, has given you a street to live on. And that street consists of where you go to school, where you work, your family members. God has placed you there specifically for you to reach those people with the love of Jesus, with the light of Jesus. The reason it impacted me so much, I was 15 years old and I said, God, I was like, I think I need to be a pastor to be useful in the kingdom of God. I need to be a leader so I can be used by God. And God told me, you don't need to be a uh, uh 
teacher. You don't need to be a pastor. You don't need you don't, you don't even have to be a leader of your church to be used by God. I want to use you right now where you're at right now. So I started going to school and I started telling people about this man named Jesus. And I was like, I felt so unqualified. But guess what? He's the one that qualifies us. He's not looking for He's not looking for people with all these gifts and anointings. He's looking for people that are available and ready to say, God, wherever you want Wherever you want to use me, use me. And I just, I love that because I believe it encourages every single Christian that wherever you're at in life right now, there's people around you that they need to hear your story because there's, your story is going to point them to Jesus. I love that, Fern. I think, I mean, your motto and, and my life passion are so similar. I know, I know you and I really have a shared spirit and heart for yeah. revival. Yes. And, and we want to see awakening come to our world. And I think often we in church will hear like, we need revival. This is yeah. the revival generation, revival, revival, revival. And it's almost like <laughs> uh, annoying because it's, just, it's like, okay, yeah, we get it. We need revival. Yeah. But where does that start? How does that start? And it starts with taking responsibility. It starts with taking action with what we can in our world. Yes. And it's, it's sort of an essence saying, God, I have five loaves and two fish. Mm. This is what I have. Yeah, yeah. Would you use it, Lord? And, uh, and, and it's kind of like, look, this is my street. I know my street. Yeah. Uh, and this area. And Lord, would you move here? And uh, uh, so, uh, Fern, I know you've got uh, some scripture that you're passionate about on yeah. this. And if you want to pull that up, I'm excited for you to share kind of with everyone just about about this theme and uh, so occupy your street revival and and being being the light of the world kind yeah. of all go together here so jump into this scripture here definitely in matthew 5 verse 14 it says you are the light of the world a city built on a hill cannot be hidden nor do you light a lamp and put it under a bowl but instead you put it on a nightstand so it gives light to everyone in the house. In that same way, your light must shine before people so that they will see your good things and they would praise your father who's in heaven. Amen for that verse. Uh, super passionate about it. Uh, I believe that a lot of Christians are waiting for like for God to speak to them like, oh yeah, now you're ready to be used by me. When the truth is in this verse right there, all it says, if you want to be used by me, you just need to shine your light. You don't need to be a pastor to shine your light. You don't need to be a worship leader to shine your light. You don't need to speak. If, you, don't need, you don't even need a microphone to shine your light. God wants to use you right now. And Jordan, I love it so much because I believe that every, I, I believe that revival, when you start seeing when tr uh, true revival happens, it's not when stuff in the church starts going on. It's when stuff outside of the church starts going on. Not when the people in the church get reached because I mean, praise God for that. But true revival is when people outside of the four walls of the church start coming in. And something I tell my young people all the time is that the reality is, is that there's people that your pastor's never going to meet. Mm. There's people, your favorite Christian TikToker is never going to meet. But guess what? They are going to meet you. Mm. Someone has to tell them about Jesus and it's going to have to be you. Wow. Wow. I, I love that. And uh, for so many of us, I think sometimes we get comfortable. It's just like, oh, I'll just go to church on Sunday and yeah. uh, hear the pastor talk and give some nice, encouraging message and about self-help and how my life can be a little better. And then I go yeah. home and uh, and then don't do anything for the Lord the rest of the week. But so much of our life is that of like we need to be thinking how can we serve the Lord, yeah, and how can we 
realize that many of our friends will never step foot in a church throughout their yeah. life. Like I, I share statistics a lot. 4% of Gen Z has a biblical worldview and, and that's it. According yeah. to Barna, wow. the study survey people. And uh, it's sobering to think about mm-hmm. you know, that just one out of every 25 Gen Z people in the United States truly have a biblical worldview, know what it means to, to, to live for the Lord and 24 out of 25 would not, 96 out of 100. And uh, and there, there are more that might go to church or be culturally Christian or Catholic. 35% of our generation's atheist, agnostic, or nothing in particular. And mm-hmm. and uh, I think somewhere I heard recently someone was like, it's also just straight up in single digits, the percent of people who in Gen Z even go to church weekly. Wow. So the majority of our generation is lost, broken, hurting. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and where are they though? In our streets, Yeah, <laughs> on your street, on yeah. my street on, and, uh, and I think finding ways that we can, uh, take the mission uh, to our street and know that mission does mission. Some mission happens within the church, but like the church or like, like the local church building at least is where we come together on a Sunday. Yeah. We learn, we worship together. We have fellowship and community with fellow brothers and sisters in Christ and it's supposed to get us hyped up and encouraged so that the rest of the week mm. we be the church and yes, uh, take take the gospel to our friends in our yeah. community. And uh, so so I love what you're talking about, Fern, yeah. and would love to hear more of just kind of your, your, your thoughts on this and, uh, and everything. Yeah. I often tell people that you're the fifth book of the, you're the fifth book in the gospels. Hey. I tell people that because many people are never going to read the book of Mark. They're not going to read Matthew, Luke, or John, but guess what? They'll read your life. Oh. They're not gonna. They're never gonna read about the Jesus inside of the Bible. But guess what? They'll see the Jesus inside of you. Wow! And I believe that's the biggest way that you can get people to to know who God is, not by telling them who God is, but showing them who God is. That's so good, Fern. I mean, yeah, I love that. Like you're you're like literally, people are gonna watch your life and uh, and learn and be like, what is it that Fern has that yeah. is different, and why is he so? happy and awesome and joyful and doesn't seem nearly as stressed as the rest yeah, of us yeah, in this yeah, world. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, uh, and, and some might be like very interested to talk with you. And at the same time, it's also, I think each of us need to be intentional knowing that we do need to reach out to people and facilitate conversations, knowing that it's not always just gonna be from someone looking at our life and being like, oh, that's awesome. But like, no, we do need to speak. We got to open our mouth and we yeah. got to uh, be, be bold and, and find, find good windows to try to, to talk about the Lord and yes. be praying for, for windows. And, and one of the things my grandfather talks about, he calls it the three open prayer. Ooh. And this is really cool. So basically we pray three, things. pray three things. Yeah. The first thing is Lord, or this is when you're praying for one of your friends who doesn't know Jesus. The first part is, Lord, open a door. The second is, Lord, open their heart. And the last one is, Lord, open my mouth. Mm, that's good. Open a door, open their heart, open my mouth. Wow. And uh, and having that sort of mindset and then genuinely praying that is, is very important as we seek to uh, be powerful in our intentional evangelism to our world. Yeah. 
I think there's a uh, clear story, and I've, it's in Luke 19. The Lord just brought it back to my mind. It's Good. a story of Jesus and Zac- uh, Zacchaeus. Yes. So Jesus is walking through this town, and then there's this man, a tax collector named Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus was a short man, so he couldn't see Jesus because he was in a crowd. So guess what Zacchaeus does? He climbs a tree so he can get so he can get Jesus' attention. Imagine if Jesus would have walked with his head down. Because in the next, when, the next thing you see in the story is Jesus calling Zacchaeus. He's like Zacchaeus. He's like, get down from that tree right now. He's like, come over here. And he comes over, He comes close to him. He comes close to him, and he tells him, "Tonight I will be a guest at your house." So right there, we see Jesus coming inside of someone's house only because he opened his mouth and he called them out. Many Christians walk with their head down, like, "Oh, it's just every single day. It's just another day at school." It's another day I'm working at Starbucks. It's just another day that I get to see my family that are unsaved. But in reality, God wants to use you to say, hey, I want to tell you about Jesus. Hey, I want to show you who Jesus is. And every single day, I want, I, want, I want you to be encouraged by this. I want you to wake up every single day and say, God, how can you use me today? Hmm. Like, if I'm, let's say you're working at Starbucks, you need to, you need to take the mentality of t- today, I'm a bean revivalist. That's what I tell people all the time. Like, Wherever you go, that there's revival wherever you go. That's so good. I think, be thinking, who are the Zacchaeuses of your world? Come on. And uh, doesn't mean they have to be short. But <laughs> <laughs> um, they could be short. They could be tall. But yeah. Zacchaeus was short. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a wee little man, yeah. according to the Bible and the song. Yeah. And uh, now we have to sing it. Zacchaeus <laughs> was a wee little man and a wee little man was he. That was a really bad version of uh, singing. You know what? I, I, can, never, I never heard that song in my life. Zacchaeus was a wee little man and a wee little man was he. I came he into the faith a little bit older. A so. sycamore tree and the Lord he wanted to see. And as the Savior walked that way, he looked up in the tree and said, Zacchaeus, do you come down? Yeah. Because I'm coming to your house today. Or I'm going yeah. to your house today. So yeah, well, now you know. You've heard me sing it. <laughs> there you go. That's good. Look it up on YouTube. Cedarmont Kids. That is, they're the ones that do all the like kids oh, <laughs> versions really? of the songs. <laughs> so that's what you, I guess, missed growing up. That's what I grew up on. That's awesome. And, uh, but yes. But yes. <laughs> back to the conversation. Uh, just since we're in that vein, I think many Christians wait for the right day to talk about Jesus. They'll be like, yes. I'll, I'll, they'll be like yes. I love them, but one day I'll tell them about Jesus. And there's a specific story that happened to me in my life. I was in sophomore year in high school. I had a friend and I was playing basketball with him mm. on a Thursday night. He says, man, he came up to me. His name was Anthony. He said, man, Fern, he's like, I feel like this, you know, like broken inside, man. Like, I really feel like I need to go to church. And he says, you know, can I go with you to church on Sunday? And I told him, you know what? This Sunday I can't because I was serving in Sunday school or some other odd reason. And I told mm. him, and in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm going to bring him on the right day. Mm. I'm going to bring him on a young adult night. I'm going to bring him like when we have this cool speaker and whatnot. Fast forward next week on a, I think it was on Tuesday night. Um, uh, on Wednesday morning, I wake up with all these missed calls from my friends. And I mm. said, hey, I called them. They said, you know, I'm like, what's going on? They're like, hey, you heard about Anthony. And I said, no, what happened? And long story short, he got hit like in like, it was kind of like a hit and run. No, and no. He got shot and unfortunately he didn't make it. And that morning, I when I started thinking, I didn't, even, I, didn't I, I cried because I was sad that I, I, my friend was gone, but I was crying because I, man, did he make it to heaven? Mm. I was like, my biggest fear is going to Judgment Day and run, and bumping into someone that I knew but never told them about Jesus. Mm. And them telling me, man, Fernando, you believed in God and you never told me about this? Like, we're in line to get judged and you never told me about Jesus. That's one of my biggest fears, Jordan. Mm. That I run into someone that I didn't tell about Jesus when I could have. 
Wow. And I think wow. I think every Christian should change that, should get rid of that word uh, someday and one day out of their vocabulary and say, today is the day that I will tell that person about Jesus. I love that, Fern. And I think that that is just such a sobering fact for us to be processing. It's just like, what can we do to be able to help yeah. help our friends? And uh, I know that's always been a huge part of my passion and motivation is how can we get the gospel to our friends and they might not accept it, uh, yeah. but our job is to spread the news. That's yeah. what the gospel is. It's good news and we need to get it to people. And so we, we are running out of time, uh, Fern, but this has been awesome. Yeah. And I want to give you a chance to kind of give a final 60 second. Uh, what would you practically challenge someone to do? Maybe you've already hit on this, but just like, what would be your final one minute of what, what would you encourage someone to do when it comes to um, occupying your street? So the final piece of advice I would give someone that wants to occupy their street is wake up in the morning and, and say and tell God, God, I want to be used by you today. So open that door for me. And the moment that God gives you that door, just know that you don't have to know all the fancy words. You don't have to know every Bible verse, but guess what? You do have to carry the love of the Father in you. You do have to carry the love of Jesus in you. And by the, the first moment that that person comes in contact with the love of Jesus, everything changes, my friend. So don't be discouraged. Don't feel like, man, because the reality is that you'll tell people about the love of Jesus and they might brush it off. But guess what? Two, three years later, it's going to come back and hit them and say, you know what? That seed that that one person planted in me a couple years ago, now it's bearing fruit. That's so good. Um, yeah. Well, Fern, before we're done, could you also pray for the person who's listening that, yeah. that God would give them strength and wisdom and direction when it comes to occupying their street and, and working to reach their friends? Yeah, definitely. Father God, and right now in the name of Jesus, we just pray for the person listening to this video right now. Lord, we ask that you would just give them the boldness, the grace, mercy, and the love that they would need to show who you are. Father God, I ask that your Holy Spirit would be inside of them so that they would carry uh, they would carry the love of the Father inside of them. And Father God, I declare that every single step they take, every single uh, word they speak, every single uh, breath of air they take, they will establish the kingdom of God in those areas. Lord, give them the boldness and give them the faith and give them the favor to win souls for Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, Fernando, this has been amazing having been you on awesome. Gen Z today. I know you've Thank listened you so to a few of these episodes in the past. And it's like, now you are on the Come podcast. On. And, and, uh, but, but yeah, for, for those, uh, for the, for the people who've been listening who are like, well, this Fern guy seems cool. How can I connect with him? Where are you on the social medias? Where can they find you? Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube. On Instagram, I'm under Fernando Navarrete, F-E-R-N-A-N-D-O-N-A-V-A-R-R-E-T-E. -E. On TikTok, I'm under Maze Fern, M-A-Z-E-F-E-R-N. And that's pretty much it. Good deal. Yeah. Well, make sure to follow uh, Fern on uh, everything social media. Uh, you guys will really enjoy uh, keeping up with him. And And yeah, for those of you that have been tuning in, uh, to Gen Z today, uh, thank you for continuing to tune in to uh, these episodes. I, again, we have two episodes every month where we talk about how to live and lead for Jesus as members of Gen Z. Uh, if you aren't connected to our Instagram, check out the Gen Z Today podcast Instagram. Uh, we post quote pictures and just cool stuff on there to kind of facilitate the conversation. Uh, we also uh, have, uh, make sure to check out How to Life Movement. Uh, that is the ministry that I lead uh, that helps 
uh, Gen Z teens and young people reach our generation for Jesus through student-led events and initiatives. And um, we are in the process of planning for this year. So if you're like, you know, I've been hearing Jordan talk about how to life and I'd love to maybe like do something like that in my community or get involved with the team, reach out to us, send us a message. We'd love to talk to you if you're interested in getting involved with the How to Life movement. And then I myself, I'm just at Jordan Whitmer. And if you want to reach out to me, I'd love to chat with you as well. And uh, so appreciate you guys listening uh, to this podcast. It means a lot. And we're going to have more to come here soon. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. I invite you to subscribe, leave a rating or review, and tell your friends about the Gen Z Today podcast. Tune in each Wednesday for a brand new episode. On Instagram, you can follow at Gen Z Today podcast, as well as my page at Jordan Whitmer. Gen Z Today is sponsored by How to Life Movement with a mission to reach, disciple, and mobilize Gen Z young people for Christ. Gen Z Today and How to Life Movement are made possible because of the generous financial partnership of friends like you. To find out more, visit our website, genztoday.com. That website again is genztoday.com. See you next time on Gen Z Today. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network. 